welcome to The Bum Diary. I'm Janelle. And I'm Trent. And we're coming to you live from the Florida Keys. Nice. Still. Let's do it. Number three. <laughs> Number three. On the show today, who do we have? Oh, we have the coolest girl ever. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but her Instagram handle is Naked in the Wild. And first name is Amory. And we went into this interview and we knew 0% about Amory. I think the only thing we knew is that she was a fly fishing woman. And that was the only, we only had one Instagram message to her. Yes. But she also has the sweetest tattoo. And she blew us away. I was, I will say I was not, I was, I was shocked and surprised at some of the things she said. She's just so, she's such an interesting person. Yeah. And... She's done so much in her life from such a very, like, young age. Like, we're talking young. Yeah. Like two like years old. Two years old on the Whitewater River. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. she if you want to find somebody born and raised into the outdoors, and she had to find her own path, and you know what I mean? Like, just the way her worth ethic and what she's doing, her vision and her goals, everyone should really listen. Yeah. To the interview coming up afterwards. Uh, don't want to give away too much. We will discuss it in a little bit. Yes, yes. Alrighty, let's jump right into it. Let's jump into our weekly roundup. Trent, <laughs> what were your highs this week? What were my highs for the week? Um, that I still have a job. Oh my God. <laughs> and what was yours, Janelle? <laughs> I mean, that, I, I can't say the same. I mean, I figured that was just there. But um, um, highs for the week. I would say my high was finding The Notebook on Netflix and oh. forcing Trent to watch it with me. Yeah. <laughs> I got a thing where, one for, once, for one, I don't watch many movies. And for two, I never watch a movie twice. But I think I've seen The Notebook like five times now. Not by choice. Oh, never. Once by choice. <laughs> Five times not by choice. Oh, but you love me. Oh, I love you. Oh, man. I, I came in. We see we have no TV. We've never really owned a TV on the farm. We have antenna. Um, so we get like five channels. But here, a good co Five great channels. Five great channels, but still five <laughs> channels. But uh, um, I, we had a coworker give us a fire stick. Mm-hmm. So learning what a fire stick is, but it's pretty cool because you get everything. And I just came in the back, and Janelle was already crying, and the notebook was on TV. <laughs> no, he goes... Because Trent, Trent's the cook, I'll be honest. Uh, I just can't do it. I oh, tried. yeah, that's what, that's what happened. Yeah, Trent I was, was cooking dinner. Away, cooking dinner over the hot stove. <laughs> and normally, he tells me to go in the back room and pick out what we're going to watch for the night. So, of course, I go through Hulu. There's nothing on there that, that even seems remotely interesting. And then I go to... I was going to go to Food Network, but we usually watch that before we go to bed. So I went to Netflix, and I was just going through Netflix, and it was like an oh-my-God moment. I just stopped and a little tear went down my cheek. Okay, that's dramatic, not really. But then I turned it on, and I put it on pause so he couldn't see what we were watching. And he comes in, he goes, what are we watching? And then I hit play, and it was the birds okay, flying everybody in the sunset. Listening, everybody <laughs> listening to that, if that doesn't sound like, uh, I don't know, cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, my gosh. Tricking me into thinking we are no. watching a good movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Anyways. But moving on. Let's move on to the lows of the week. Would you say that is your low? What, what's my low? Yeah how I reacted to the world's worst table at the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm happy to still have a job. Yeah, but... Uh, big shout-out to management for having my back. But uh, it was just a bad table. You know, 16, 16 people at one table, drunk, spring break, Florida Keys, split checks. It was just... It was just it was a table for the ages. Uh, lessons of the week, if you're going to take 16 people to the restaurant, one check, please. 
<laughs> really? Or split equally between credit cards. <laughs> yes. Make it easy, please, on your servers and bartenders. It really does help. Yeah. I'd rather um, not get tipped than have... I would re- I would sacrifice a tip, 0% tip, for a table <laughs> that said, I will put it all on one check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially after that showing. <laughs> Alrighty, alrighty. Anyways, what is Janelle's uh Milo? Um what was Milo? I don't know. I had actually a very good week this week. It's probably starting to the stress of of everything. Yeah. We're starting yeah. to sleep in more and more. Yeah, that's probably it. I think finally our bodies are starting to really realize that we're in the middle of season and so it's getting kind of exhausting, like you know driving into work every day and the we, drives we, just keep getting longer yeah, and we, longer we have a, for people that don't know in the florida keys you can't live in key west so we live an hour away we drive an hour in fight for parking and then ride our bikes like another 10 15 minutes i mm-hmm. mean it's just sort of weird on you then the shifts are getting harder and harder but it's great i mean there's better tips so we're not complaining but this week i would say the low is ooh, we're not in the farm anymore yes starting to, yes. Starting to get crushed yeah and there's no trout around to easily oh yeah but you're in the florida keys with salt water well you don't you need a big boat and you need a lot of knowledge yep it's kind of easy to go to a trout stream and just throw a dry all day i, I don't even care if i catch anything <laughs> totally different game fishing on fishing on the ocean but yeah. um but anyways much but much fun, respect to the salt fishers yes yes Alrighty, so uh the gsd update of the week which so, is what's it what's the gsd trend if you're just checking people? in that we do a gsd get shit done list uh, where we give goals for the previous week and the previous podcast. So last week we had two goals. Uh, what was yours, Janelle? Mine? Well, you told me that I should be responsible for going online and figuring out what seeds we needed for the farm and some of the materials so we need for... ordering our whole garden. Yes. And how much did you get done? Um, I thought about it. <laughs> Uh, I thought about doing it, and I told myself I was in the morning, but then never actually did. Okay, but to be fair, your mom made a good point because she was talking to me about it, and she goes, well, you guys have so many seeds already. Just see what you have. Take inventory first. So, all right. I'll, I guess I'm just making excuses. Are you trying to get out okay. of it? Okay. <laughs> all right. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, you probably got a, a 2 uh, Probably got a 2. I, I thought about it. Okay? okay. That at least counts for like a 1. And what was mine? I thought yours was. It was. Oh. I think it was make get a place for all our emails because we got like thousands of emails. Yes. Like two thousand unread Gmails. So. So what did I do? I thought about it. <laughs> Mark me down for two. God, we suck. <laughs> two out of ten. Here we go. But we're working our butts off, so I'm happy with it. Yeah, all we right, worked hard to get this shit week. done. List for this week. Are we gonna use those same ones or just say, "Yeah, we tried"? I mean, I feel like we should say, "Yeah, we tried" and move on. All right, let's move and on. And then maybe revisit the, in and the folks, future. Folks, this is how you achieve your big <laughs> dreams. This is kind of what we did before we started this podcast. <laughs> this is just that. Yeah, we we're just trying to be open and transparent. Okay, hey, like no, our, we need to seem really just... responsible. We need to start actually doing this GSDO. Okay, let's okay. do it right now. This all week, right, what's our right. GSD for this week? Um. Oh, actually, time out. You know what else we got done this week that we should be proud of? What? We started actually figuring out, like, our finances, which I think is great. Like, we've actually started, like, recording our finances and where money is going and incoming money and blah, blah, blah. So, budgeting is good. That so, stuff's so boring to me. I'm happy that okay, that's but, a high. Because okay. that was not fun. <laughs> but we got that done. But what, sh- what should we do this week? Okay, I think we should continue to do that. Uh 
control, like figure out our finances. Another thing that we need to get done this week, other than laundry, because that's just been piling up, is crickets. Uh, crickets. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think uh, the goal of the week right now, a couple weeks left in the Florida Keys, and get as much capital for the farm, because mm-hmm. the farm is going to cost some money this year. Yeah. Just so mean- our goal of the week is keep our head down and just go to work and have Trent not get <laughs> upset at work. I mean, <laughs> Finish out the season strong. That's a good way to put it. Get upset. Yeah, this is a playoff push. Yes. I like sports. Playoff push right now. Oh, Trent's all in a March Madness right now. I'm sure a a lot of people are. We are the Cinderella. (laughs) We're the 14 seed. We just got in the Sweet 16. (laughs) Episode 3. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Questions. So we, we asked people to write us questions last week. Thank you, my brother. Does things by the book, thank God, and wrote us in two questions. Oh my gosh. They're really good questions, though. They were. Um, so he asked, are we solely catch and release, or do we cook fish fries over the fire <laughs> after a long day of fishing? I have got to the point where it is so hard to catch the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any energy left to kill it and eat it. Like, I'm not a catch and release guy. To be a catch and release guy, I just think after the boat and the river and the hiking and the flies and the tying and the casting and the recording and all that. It is way too much work to fillet the fish and cook it up. (laughs) Way too much work. Do we? Absolutely. We crush bluegills in the summertime. Mm Mm-hmm. But generally, when it comes to, like, trout... We definitely release the trout. But bluegill, yeah. eh. Yeah. Not to we, say we that I don't advocate for it. I mean, listen, I know a lot of people out there are strictly catching and release. You pay the government. hundred. Okay, we go out to Wyoming. Okay, we go to New Zealand. New Zealand has states like every other country. You go to New Zealand, you get a license for New Zealand. Now, in America, we don't have something called an American license to use your public water that you pay for in taxes. We have something called a state license, and you got to get a license in each state. So if I'm giving 150 bucks on a trip to Colorado, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Washington, and California, and I'm spending six to $700, I will try to eat at least one trout in each state just because it's a $100 meal. Get, get your money's worth. Get your money's worth. But I will be honest. I am. There's a lot of times where I'm like, Janelle's like, are we going to take one home tonight? And I'm just like, I don't want to carry the thing back to the car. I don't want to <laughs> have to fillet it when it's dark. I want to go to the bar and get a burger and a beer. Yes, that is that is so true can't even tell you how true that is but all right so janelle will answer the next question question. number two all right throughout your journeys together what's the best overall day you've had start to finish and why do i answer that first or do you want me to go all right it's all you i went last i went first last okay i know okay i thought about this a lot before the podcast and that is such a hard one because we've had so many honestly we've had so many like yeah, the question. Great days together. The question isn't. The question isn't. What was your best fishing trip? Because I can narrow that down to a couple of big brown trout. But the day wasn't the best from start to finish. It was <laughs> stressful. So the question was, what was the best day start to finish with the fly fishing day? So what is it? Fly fishing day. Fly fishing related. I mean, start or to not? finish. What was the best day fishing you've ever had? Oh, probably in not Wyoming, or. <laughs> Or actually, there was a really great day. You did have a good day, not Wyoming. There was a really good that day, big not brown Wyoming. Day? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, I don't know if that was a good day, though. That was like, I was having a really bad day, and then I got really good. 
Yeah, I guess it wasn't. Well, it would be your backup. That's um, a hard question. You know, actually, I would say there was a day in New Zealand that we found this river. On the north Found island. this river. It's not It's not known. I couldn't even tell you the name of it, but Trent and I fished it like three days Are because it was so amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. And those three days of fishing, I know it was only one day, but okay, throw one day of those three in there. Yeah, but when you travel a foreign country, you travel anywhere. A lot logistically has got to go right that you cannot control. In New Zealand, I mean, we had so many highs and lows. But, I mean, that day on the North Island, we had just gone through a week of lows. Mm -hmm. Like running out of money, living in the same campground for days because we couldn't do nothing because we had no more money. The The car was falling apart. I mean, we were just waiting for our flight 10 days away. And we made a decision to leave what we thought was the best island, the South Island, and head to the North Island. And we were driving north to Auckland to fly out and just wait and i we just pulled over in one random area and there just happened to be a river and we were done fishing Mm -hmm. we were done fishing and we just i mean we just woke up with a smile we had no expectations and walked out to the river and just crushed it It was actually unreal like probably the best fishing of the entire trip like the most consistent fishing yeah which was so crazy. And we had like the best campground. It was so beautiful. Because in the morning, remember those sheep were running by in the mm-hmm. morning? There's hundreds of sheep and they were wooling them. I mean, it was so nice. Yeah. And it wasn't crowded. Oh, yeah. it was so well, there was, nice. We didn't see a single person on that uh, river that day. I think day. I did get stung by a bee though. Did you? I think I did. Now that I think about it, there was like that dead carcass or something. Remember how stinky I think it you're was? Right. And I think I got smashed by a bee. Well, remember I got smashed by a bee two days in a row when I was wearing my Chacos. <laughs> Do you remember that? I do, I do. I hadn't gotten stung by a bee in years, and I got stung like two days in a row. Okay. All righty. Let's, uh, let's go in to a little bit about the guests. We always like to do a little preview. Here's yes. the preview section. Um, Again, we interviewed Naked in the Wild, uh, Amory. A, a badass. Uh, She's so cool. Normally, we try to pick one or two topics from the from the the one or two topics from the interview, and we like to go over a couple of things, but really, she just was above and beyond. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to talk about. Like she was a white she was a whitewater raft guide for seventy years. I was a whitewater raft guide, but mm-hmm. you yeah. guys had that in common. But her parents were raft guides. Yeah, she uh, was born into it. Like two years old, and there's a photo of her in a in a life jacket on the river. Yeah, and that's how it, that's how her whole journey started. But for, for the record, it's illegal to bring a two year old on the river <laughs> now on a whitewater. <laughs> illegal, and her, <laughs> that just shows you the the age this woman was brought up in. Yes. Um, and we also talked a little bit about like how she gets her money to fund her, her fly fishing trips and other trips that she does. Yeah. I love it. Cause she got the number one question we always kind of get like, Oh, you're on Instagram. You must have mommy and daddy's money and you must be traveling. So we ask people that, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's not, nothing bad if you're born into that, but we do ask people like, Hey, so how are you funded? And she had like, a very quick response. Mm-hmm. Self funded full time. All day. All day Full-time job. Works hard, which you'll hear about. You better listen to this interview. You guys have to listen to her. She's awesome. Okay. And then we got into her bucket list, but we're going to wrap it up because we're running long. Uh, like One thing that we would like to talk about, we always ask our guests where they would like to go and where would we like to go. You got a couple bucket lists on your on Where your would we thing? like to doesn't go? doesn't just got to be fly fishing. Where would you like to go? In case somebody out there is listening in this region um... and has a place for us to stay in a car <laughs> and can feed us every day. Well, I feel like you've talked Patagonia up so much that i would like to go there hardest place in the world which not even for just fly fishing but just to see the beauty of it um another place i'd really love to go i'd love to 
I'd love to experience Europe. I haven't really done that, and I feel like it's something that every person should do. And I'm not just talking, like, the major cities like Paris and London and Rome and all of that, but I'd also like to discover, like, the like the small cities of Europe and um, whatnot. Another place I'd probably like to go is, hmm... I don't know. I do got one I'll South never Africa, go to. Probably. Something I don't think anyone mentions. And it's because I work with Russians. There's the Kachama. Kachama. I don't want to say a peninsula. And that's where our guest today, Naked in the Wild, is taking a huge fly fishing trip to. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just badass. But uh, there's a part of Russia called the middle of Russia. And I work with a lot, of, a lot of Russians. So I was talking to this one from Moscow. And I go, hey, man, so if I fly into Moscow, do I just drive across the country to, like, Kachachma? And, uh, and, uh. Because in America, you know, you fly into New York, you get on a thing, and you can drive out to Montana, and then down to Colorado, then to L.A. You can travel our country. And he goes, no, 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 no. No roads through Russia. Nope, nope. You just, there's nothing in the middle of Russia except for mountains and rivers. Mm-hmm. Got to be, I don't care what you say about Patagonia. It has got to be the most, I mean, you're talking, I don't think I'll ever get there. Like, there are rivers in the middle of Russia. I can physically, for the first time in my life, say I may never fish. And I don't say that about many places in the world. <laughs> you never know though you never know uh, it is my goal life takes crazy turns anyways um all righty i think yeah. we should get right into it anything else you want to talk about or um or i guess if like... you if again if our listeners have any questions for us or even to relay to our guests yeah we i think my, i we, think we're both open books us we, and naked in the wild as far as that goes i i i, I we're not one of those families where like we, we sit around with brother and sister and like hug each other. So I would love somebody to top my brother's questions because unfortunately he's at the bar pretty high. Two good questions. Yeah, those are great. Those are great questions. So, uh, I know people don't like doing it, but it's easy. Just find us on the web and write us a question. Yes. Or if you're in the keys, come buy a beer and tip us and write your question on a dollar <laughs> or $20. <laughs> or a hundy if you want. I mean, if you're feeling generous that day. Or a hundy you. you on the show. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can be a guest. You can like host if you want. You can take all our podcast equipment. You could buy okay. the Bum Diary podcast right now for a hundred dollars. <laughs> we will sell you the name and everything. Alrighty, guys. Well, again, Let's get into please it. stay tuned for Naked in the Wild. Um, we're so excited, and we're very excited for our next week's guest. Also, let's do it. Goodbye. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to the interview part portion of the podcast today we are very excited to bring in naked in the wild otherwise known as amory do we got that correct yep <laughs> that's right yeah oh, we got that correct <laughs> so amory so we kind of like to start it off because where trent and i are right now we're in the basement of we're kind of in a garage so we kind of want to know like where are you right now like where are you stationed at i am in my room i live in Truckee, california so i'm in my in my little bedroom in Truckee. Now, Truckee is a ski resort town, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It's a small town just about 15 minutes away from Lake Tahoe. So, currently outside, there's like a million feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, we heard. Yeah, the weather's been so crazy this year. And it's so funny because Trent and I were actually going to work this winter. Or, sorry, this, yeah, this winter in Tahoe. So, we've mm-hmm. been so close to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you... Are you born and raised in that area? I was actually born in Flagstaff, Arizona, but I grew up in, most of my life in Truckee. Yeah. Okay. So you've always mm-hmm. been kind of surrounded by, because Flagstaff has ski resorts and stuff like that, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I first learned to ski at the Arizona Snow Bowl, which is actually having a pretty great winter itself. <laughs> okay. How old were you when you learned to ski? Oh, gosh. I was like two. Oh, pretty so your parents, are cooler. I... your parents are cooler than our parents. <laughs> <laughs> They're Heck pretty yeah. cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself, because obviously we follow you on Instagram, and we know you through, like, that platform, um, and you seem super adventurous. So you grew up in Flagstaff, and then obviously you moved to where you are now in Truckee, California, but you've always been surrounded by, like, skiing and outdoor sports, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so my parents actually met working as whitewater rafting guides on the Grand Canyon. So. No shit. Yeah, so that has been, you know, a huge part of my life forever. Um, I have, like, pictures of myself, like, as a tiny little kid in a little life jacket with koalas on it, um, on a boat, and, like, actually a picture of my mom's, like, pregnant belly holding some oars on a raft. And No so, way. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So you were like, oh, shit. Oh, that's awesome. Adventure yeah. from from a background of adventure since you've been in the womb. Yeah, when did you exactly. know you were a badass? Like seven years old? <laughs> oh, I still don't think I'm a badass. <laughs> no, my, my you definitely are. are. No, you definitely are. So, okay, so talking a little bit more about you, um, so what are your passions like? What what different things do you like to do? Because obviously your parents met as raft guides in the Grand Canyon Mm -hmm. so was that that instilled in you obviously you said you learned how to ski when you were two years old yeah so I I mean my biggest passions you know they've kind of changed throughout my life but right now it's um skiing and fly fishing and mountain biking are kind of my main three things and I worked as whitewater raft guide for six or seven years which is you know always going to be a part of my life my boyfriend and I have a boat that we love to take out but the biggest things that I'm into right now are skiing obviously with this crazy crazy winter we have in Lake Tahoe right now yeah you're gonna have a you're gonna have a crazy winter or a crazy uh, water year too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. It's going to be insane. The high water is going to be like scary. <laughs> yeah, I was a uh, little background about us. Uh, I was a whitewater raft guide in Montana for some years. Oh, okay. Nice. nice. Yeah, but a little oh, bit different than Montana. you guys. Yeah, Montana. Mm-hmm. We don't like to talk about Montana on the podcast just because no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't don't come like to here. expose that part of the world. Yeah, we kind of, <laughs> I don't know, all the other interviews, we always kind of get to the not Wyoming. Like, we're just, <laughs> you go to Montana, just don't go to Wyoming. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I guess uh, kind of the biggest thing that attracted us to you is uh, your Instagram name, which is Naked in the Wild. Uh, has, it yes. al- has it always been that? No. Um, so actually in college, I, I went to school in Southern California and we went up to Mammoth a bunch of weekends. Um, I was in the ski club and there's this beautiful, beautiful lake that I actually just camped out the other night called Convict Lake. And it's, you know, one of the just like classic Eastern Sierra location with these like jagged peaks makes you feel like you're in Patagonia um, with this beautiful, gorgeous lake. And so I went up there and I, uh, <laughs> I was with my um, my snow club friends. And I went to a school that had a big film school. So I had a lot of friends that were into photography and filmmaking and stuff. And so I was like, we got to this lake and it was a sunset and it was beautiful. And it was like 40 degrees. And I was like, oh, my God, 
I think I need to go skinny dipping right now. And my friends were like, okay. I was like, no, 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 I'm going to do it. And like, can you please take a photo? And my friends are like, yeah, oh my God, you're so weird, but all right. And so uh, I did that and it resulted in like the first naked in the wild photo. And I posted it and I think like mountain babes reposted it back when they were kind of like a super big deal. Mm -hmm. And I got like a bunch of followers overnight and I was like, oh my God, this like could be kind of a thing. And so then I posted another similar photo and then I just, I don't know where it came from, but I just kind of got the idea like, oh, naked in the wild. Like that's kind of, a, that's kind of got a good ring to it. And I checked Instagram and what do you know that username hadn't been taken. And so I changed it right away. It was like, oh, hell yeah, I got the one. <laughs> yes. But you're one of the originals because you, you go way back though, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that was like. I don't know what I graduated in college in 2015. So yeah, that would be like 2014, 2015. In social I... media age, that's years ago. <laughs> it really is though. And it's yeah. so catchy. Naked in the wild is so catchy. I love it because I feel like it really <laughs> captures what you're all about and the adventurous spirit behind it. Yeah. So did you think, okay, going into that, like you said, it was 40 degrees, you decided to go skinny dipping, you had one of your friends capture that moment, but did mm -hmm. you really think it was going to blow up into what you've now become? Oh my God, no, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your like, oh my God moment where all of a sudden you were gaining all of these followers and people were loving your photos and everything that you were about? You know, I mean, it hasn't been honestly like a super fast, like overnight going viral thing for me. I honestly can't even remember like the number of likes that I got on that first photo it was probably like, you know, 500. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all know the thing. Yes. <laughs> um, but it was just like so drastically different from what I had gotten previously and like I've never been like a modest person so it just like it it doesn't weird me out at all posting that kind of content you know so posting that photo and getting a good response to it I was like oh okay people like this and you know I had fun posting it so I just continued <laughs> I, yeah I will be honest to jump in here um we just so that let our followers know and and somebody who's just listening to this podcast for the first time when we first saw you and found your page, it was strictly because we saw a fish photo. Like we, <laughs> we knew you as a badass on the river and we saw the skiing and the mountain biking. And I even told you, know, I said, I bet you her parents like worked in a national park or something. Like, yeah, he, did, he really did. I said, there's gotta be really something about this that. chick. Cause, uh, but, uh, so, um, but what's funny is when, uh, so we we're brand new to Instagram. Uh, we're not very technology people, but, uh, when we when we discovered you, uh, it, face or Instagram suggested a whole bunch of other profiles that were based on like being naked outside. And mm -hmm. when we when we went through your page more, the first thing I I I thought of was like I was like I was like damn this girl, like it's almost artsy. Like it's just not like here I am, here I am, here I am, here I am. Every photo, it's like holy shit, I'm in such a beautiful area that I'm just gonna go be a wild animal for a second. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just let I it all out. Yeah, I was blown away by some of your photos. But and... actually, but Trent makes a good point because when we when we look at your photos, like they're so artistic and beautiful and the backdrops of all of them are just so gorgeous. So when you post photos like that, obviously where you're just like entirely naked, do you like choose the locations or do you do that everywhere you go or how how do you decide to just take your clothes off and let it all hang out because we love it we think it's so <laughs> cool 
Thanks. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like it depends on so many factors. I definitely don't do that everywhere I go. Like I think honestly, my Instagram name, especially these days, is probably kind of misleading. People see it and they're like, oh, naked in the wild. There's probably like a lot of naked photos. And it's like only a few here and there. (laughs) Um, But when I do like get to a really beautiful place that there's like not a ton of people, I'm always like thinking about that. You know, I never want to be disrespectful because some places that you go, that's like not an okay thing to do. And I don't want to be that person. So, you know, if it's like, okay, culturally, there's not a lot of people um, and it's beautiful backdrop and I have time, I'm like all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that, yeah, that brings me to another point. So are there ever actual strangers around when you just take your clothes off? <laughs> uh, that's a question I get all the time. <laughs> usually there are people, like, kind of in the distance. Like, I'm, I've probably, like, unintentionally flashed, like, a lot yes, of people. I love that. Uh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I get super stressed out about it, though. I never want to, like, be in an area where, like, somebody's going to, like, unexpectedly walk up on me as I'm, like, butt-ass naked. Because um, <laughs> that's just, like... Naturally. I mean, I'm not, like, super modest, but I'm just not, like really trying to have that happen I don't want to like startle anybody (laughs) right right (laughs) well well, we absolutely love it so uh but moving on so you would say your passions are uh not 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 so much whitewater anymore but I mean would you say your biggest passion is in skiing and fly fishing and mountain biking out of those three what is like what 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 drive what kind of is going to drive your future do you think oh fly fishing for sure yeah I mean I like I found such a big passion when I first started to fish because I I mean I love anything outside and I grew up doing all these kind of extreme sports but I'm like a pretty like not natural athlete like it takes so much effort for me to be like super mediocre at something like skiing and mountain biking and I love them and I have so much fun doing them but I'm never going to be like the best you know no matter how long I've done them or how hard I try and that's totally fine with me but for something like fly fishing like when I found the sport I was like oh my god this is like something that I love and something that I think is so cool but also something that like given my abilities and like the body that I have and the mindset that I have like I could actually be really good at this which is just like makes me so obsessed with it (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean it's always kicking your ass (laughs) yeah (laughs) whether it's physically or more so mentally but (laughs) oh yeah so so how did you discover fly fishing so you know I had always been kind or maybe not always but like I had been somewhat interested in it for a couple of years I'd had some friends that were into it but I never really like knew how to get into the sport because it seemed like pretty intimidating like you need all this gear and you need all this know-how and like as a raft guide too you know I saw all these um, these trips that were fishing specific trips and all these people wearing their like buffs all the way over their face looking super grumpy when my boat of you know tourists they were <laughs> screaming and laughing and splashing each other like past and they're like oh rafting people <laughs> you know it looked like interesting to me but I was always like kind of intimidated by it and so when I started dating the guy that I'm dating now um, he is super into fly fishing his dad taught him how to tie flies and how to fish when he was super young So, you know, I kind of expressed interest in wanting to learn and he taught me and uh, taught me how to fish, taught me how to tie flies. And, you know, he always loved fly fishing, but through teaching me, he's like regained his obsession even more. So was there ever an argument? 
was there ever an argument between the two of you when he was teaching you how to fly fish? Like, was there ever a moment where you guys were just ready to beat each other? Or was it go pretty smooth? You know, um, honestly, not really. Like, we somehow have a super good dynamic teaching each other things. Like, he taught me how to fly fish. I taught him how to drive stick shift. And I feel like those are pretty, those are like, oh, my God. easily be like relationship enders. Um, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I do remember one time when, you know, we were fishing the Truckee kind of um, near where I live and <clears throat> my cast was feeling a little bit weird and like it was windy and I just like wasn't having a great time and I was kind of frustrated and he was like, well, can I just like give you some pointers on your cast? And I was like, honestly, no, I'm really not in the mood. And he was like, well, but can I just and then it was like word vomit like, <laughs> oh, but I, you, if you just do this one thing and I definitely got a little grumpy at him there, but now it's like, that's kind of a, a thing that we laugh at about like, oh, well, you know, if you don't want help, like we're not going to give help. <laughs> yes. Oh, I can absolutely relate to that part because Trent taught me how to fly fish and it did not go quite as smoothly as it sounds like you and your boyfriends did. <laughs> yeah, well, t- tell her what happened the first time I rode you down the river. Oh my gosh. I think I cried actually. Oh no. <laughs> But, but in general, I feel like fly fishing, like you said, it's a process, it's a learning process and, um, it's, it's just all fun. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's awesome. But it can be, it can be super intimidating. Cause that's what happened with me and Janelle was, I, I guess I had been a fly fishing guide for so long. And, and when I had Janelle on my boat, I was just, I was getting frustrated cause I wanted her so badly to get into a fish. And it was just like, Oh my God, if you can just get it six more inches or one more foot. And it was, it, I don't know. I don't, I didn't think I was, she was just kind of like, Holy shit. Like this is intense. Like on a boat, on a river, moving bald eagles, like eddies, <laughs> rapids. I mean, she right. was just kind of like, oh, this is wild. Oh yeah. Because unlike you guys, I never really grew up outside in nature on the river, you know, but mm-hmm. so what would you say your favorite part about, cause you said fly fishing is probably your biggest passion what would you say is your favorite part about fly fishing though like is it nostalgic for you is it therapeutic you know I think for me it's like there's two parts of it it's the like therapeutic meditative part of it like so often when I go out fishing with my boyfriend Sage you know he'll be waiting like pretty far away from me so <laughs> I'm kind of a nerd I'll listen to an audiobook while I fly fish which just like really soothes my soul and I love it so much mm-hmm. um and the other part of it is that I just love learning about fish and bugs and gear and like the whole aspect of tying flies for me like I'm super crafty and so when I learned that like tying flies was a part of fishing I was like oh my god this is like a sport that's made for me like what (laughs) um and I like very quickly became definitely better than my boyfriend at tying flies what's your uh (laughs) what's your favorite fly to tie or fish (sighs) <sighs> you know, my favorite fly to tie, I think I really love tying scuds. <laughs> I don't know why. They're just kind of okay. cute and chubby. Um, but we... <laughs> <laughs> love that description. <laughs> we fish what do you a lot hate? of... What do you... Hmm? Oh, sorry, what do you hate to tie? What do I hate to tie? Um, Anything with deer hair. Sometimes uh, I just get uh-huh. frustrated. Or like yeah, foam yeah. is kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, but the good thing about foam is it can just be big, nasty, and ugly, and it still works. 
True, true, true. That has been proven time and time oh, again. Yeah. Me, and, me and Janelle have been lucky to fish around the world, and she hates when I throw on big foam. Like, we were in New Zealand and fishing small dry flies, and all of a sudden I'm like, screw this shit. I'm throwing big on foam. the biggest <laughs> foam I can. And then she got – it was really funny because I fished it all day and didn't get any luck. I handed her the rod for five seconds, and she hooked into a monster. And I was like, oh, you're talking That's shit about awesome. my foam the whole time. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing what fish will go for sometimes like I've definitely caught some fish that I've tied like after a couple of beers that were pretty sloppy and I look at it and I'm like oh my god this is ugly and the fish is like mm, yum I want it oh man we call Done. those the village idiot there's always one I had I fished with this guy one time and he said I caught a fish and it was just the stupidest scenario and I got the I got this fish on and he just looks at me and he didn't even credit me he was just like well there's always one village idiot in the river <laughs> that's the only way you can explain that take oh that is so funny um uh, anyways uh let's just quickly kind of go into so your life path i mean you're born and raised in that area did you go to college or anything after school or did you i did yeah i i like super went to college um i went to i went to chapman university um in orange california if you can actually picture me as a orange county sorority girl that was the reality of my life for really oh wow no way Yep. When I graduated high school, I was like, oh, you know what? Like this small town stuff, like I just want to go to the big city and like see what that's all about because there's nothing to do in the small town. And then I got to the city and I was like, oh, my God, wait, I had it so good. I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I finished up my degree down there. I went to Chapman University, um, got my undergrad degree in strategic and corporate communication. And then uh, immediately after that, I got my master's degree in strategic communication from Westminster College in Salt Lake City. Okay, wow. So, yeah, I definitely got that education knocked right out of the way. (laughs) And is that what you do now then? Are you in that line, in that field of work then right now? Yeah, I work in marketing. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So you you work full time. I do, yeah. And then how do you make time to do all of your, like, all of your travels? Yeah, so I, you know, people ask me this all the time. They're like, how do you have all this money to go do stuff? And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't have a lot of money. I just am lucky that I live in a place where there's a lot of cool nature access super close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, I work four days a week. I'm super lucky about that. So we are able to do a lot of like really cool weekend trips. Like just this past weekend, we were down um, in Mammoth fishing and skiing for three days, which was sweet. That's right. That's what you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have luck? Oh, my God. Boy, did we. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Between the two of us, we had a 50 fish day yesterday. No oh, way. Yeah. Fishing dry flies in the winter. Oh, my God. Was it just you and your boyfriend or who did? Who were you with? Just me and my boyfriend. Yep. So you, you would say the fishing report out of California is the fish are hungry as shit after this winter. <laughs> It depends on where you are, but the, in some places, certainly, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Me and Janelle are just aching. See, people ask us at the same time. I'm like, oh, how can you guys just travel, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we are bartenders and farmers. Like, we <laughs> we are the most on, and we are just itching to get back up north and get on, on a trout stream. So we are, we're, we'll be behind you in about three weeks. Nice, so, nice. So your goals going forward, is this something that you want to stay in? Are you trying to, I mean, do you have any, I mean, you don't got to tell us your dirty secrets but to success, <laughs> success in the future. But, but I'm just get like, it together, yeah. Trent. <laughs> Sorry, 
beers are coming in. <laughs> but uh, but going forward in your in your in your goals and your path, I mean, I'm sure I don't know. Maybe you want to get married. Maybe you want to. You know what I mean? And and what what, it, what going forward? I mean, what it is your vision? Yeah. So, you know, moving forward, I think my goals are definitely just to travel a lot more. My boyfriend and I have some travel plans for the future that we're really excited about. Um, I, the whole Instagram thing is definitely something that like has been a, a huge part of my life for a few years now. And I don't ever see it as something that I want to completely rely on because I think social media is, kind, you know, it's everything is transient and I don't want to just be completely reliant on something like that. But, it but is, it's, it's a tool. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's totally a huge a tool. tool. Like what, a huge I know tool. people. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what our podcast is about, too, is social media. Mm -hmm. Obviously, why we reached out to you. And, and it's, it's still a tool that you have to use. I mean, especially if you want to have a different career path, especially nowadays in the age we live in. I mean, social media is huge. Oh, it is. Yeah. I don't care what people say. I, I never even owned a cell phone for years. And I still had social media. I mean, it is the way the world, you know, for good or for better or for worse, it is it is a tool and it is here. I agree with you. Yeah. So that will always be a part of like your adventures and travel, but to keep going. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so anyhow, yeah, like you said, social media is totally a tool and it's an amazing amazing tool and it's given me so many great opportunities that I'm super super thankful for and I always want to pursue that as well as you know kind of diversifying the rest of what I have to offer I'm you know looking into how I can be more involved in the fly fishing industry in general um, but my Instagram is definitely something that you know it's it's just so fun and it's it's something that I feel like you know, for me, I, I would love to be able to help people feel like the outdoors are more accessible um, because, you know, our public lands are there for everybody. And I want everybody to be able to experience the kind of joy that I do in a respectful way. But, you know, moving forward, it's definitely going to be a combination of Instagram plus just normal working, you know, because you got to pay for those plane tickets somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I absolutely. Hear you. But it sounds like you're probably pretty passionate, though, about keeping uh i mean keeping the environment and the public lands i mean there's a lot of people that have never experienced going out on even a hiking trail outside of la and so right. I, I, def I definitely can i understand where you're coming from with that yeah you know it's it's definitely something that i took for granted growing up and then when i moved to orange county i realized that that wasn't something that everybody else had i just it, it honestly never occurred to me that people didn't grow up with the same value for and experiences in nature like I did. Um, so it's definitely something that I want to promote to most people. Like, you know, when you go to a national park and you drive around, you know, to Glacier Point in Yosemite and you're like, oh, my God, this is so crowded. There's so many people here. Like, I have to, like, fight that kind of grumpy part of myself and be like, all of these people are experiencing this amazing nature. And this is probably so different from what they get to see in their normal lives. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah absolutely and you do such a good job like showcasing that with the world because you obviously have such a strong following but it's because you're able to expose all these beautiful parts of the world and kind of showcase what it has to offer so I think that's I think that's why people love you so much is because you're not afraid to get out there take your clothes off and just love it you know grace <laughs> every moment which is so so yeah. amazing and impressive <laughs> Thanks. So have you ever had, I mean, 
we had we had a, a person on before that that was talking about this. Have you ever had a, a like any I don't know how to call it, hate or social media dissing or anything like that? Have you, you had anything like that on social media? Do you think or, or not really? Um, to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, I I honestly feel like I've been super super lucky. Like my follower base is so supportive and so nice and. I haven't really had too much hate. Of course, I've gotten the offhand, like, weird comment from people now and then. Like, when I first got my ski bum tattoo on my butt, I posted a photo of it, and somebody said, like, I vividly remember this. The caption said, I think it said, like, fake, question mark, gross, question mark, Photoshop, question mark. And I was like, well, no, it's real. (laughs) Sorry, you think it's gross. Doesn't really matter. No. Well, we think it's sweet. Yeah, Janelle told me about the ski bomb tattoo. <laughs> I told Trent, I saw the photo of it, and I was like, I go, Trent, I literally stopped him. I go, Trent, I go, she has a tattoo on her ass that says ski bomb. And I go, I am so jealous that it's <laughs> the sweetest thing. But and then I wanted to open yeah. up the I wanted to open up the podcast interview with. So Amory, we hear that you have a, a ski bomb tattoo. Oh yeah, well you know, one day I'm gonna be an old lady with an ass tattoo. That's just how uh, it goes. I <laughs> hope you're still posting way, photos yeah. from hot springs on top of mountains. <laughs> yeah, it's hanging out. <laughs> Oh, I probably will be. I it'll be like my. Good, it'll be good. like my space. It'll be me and you and Janelle. We'll just hit like we got like three likes on it. <laughs> I'll probably still be doing it, you know. Uh, yeah, good. I don't doubt it. Two years old and fucking Grand Canyons, and you. Yeah, I can't. I can't see you ever changing. Nope. <laughs> good. All right. All right well, so okay, well, actually, I have another question. So yeah. as Trent asked, okay, you obviously had maybe like some weird experiences with dissing, but. Have you ever had anybody approach you outside, like, in the real world and be like, are you naked in the wild? Are you Amory? I'm oh, always curious. Yeah. <laughs> really? It does happen, oh, it does happen from time to time. It's, like, it? kind of, it's kind of funny because, like, it doesn't happen often enough that, like, I feel super comfortable knowing what to do when it happens. So I feel mm-hmm. like these people that are like, oh, my God, you're naked in the wild. I'm like, ugh. Uh, um, well, uh, yeah, that's me. Hi, I'm Amory. <laughs> um, like one time I was at a restaurant and, uh, this, I was just, I was just having lunch with a friend, you know, in my hometown and I was walking out and this, this like older guy stops me. And he's like, oh, are you Amory from Naked in the Wild? And he like pronounced my name right. So I'm pretty sure he like watches my Instagram stories and stuff. I think I say my name occasionally there. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, he was like, oh my God, my son is such a huge fan of yours. Would you mind taking a photo? And I was like, oh, sure. No, yeah. And so he has me sit down next to his son and his son's like two years old. I was like, um, so weird. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like I sit down next to his son and take the photo, but I'm like, is your son really the fan here? Like, cause you know, I post like naked pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so yeah, it's a celebrity status. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. No, though. that is cool. Yeah. Cause that means you're making an impact on people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Cause like you really said, that's, though, not you, that's not what your page is about though. Your page is also like you said about public awareness. And I mean, you post some, I mean, that's what I was telling you. No, I'm not joking around with you. Like you, you're like, even with, when you do, cause like you said, if you look at your Instagram feed now, it's not all that, but when it is, it's like, holy shit, look where the hell she's at. Like I always <laughs> be naked there too, running yeah. through that field, rolling around in the dirt if I could. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Alrighty. Well, I guess yeah. we'll kind of, 
we'll kind of start wrapping it up a little bit. We're just here's where we just do our rapid fire generic questions. Um, so you have fished around some places and uh, top three places that you have personally fished. Do you think? Oh gosh, well, I think I would have to say um, Hot Creek down by Mammoth, California. Um, Pyramid Lake just caught a pretty nice 12 pound trout out of there a couple oh, weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, we saw, it's we ha- saw. Right <laughs> and um, uh, this one section of the Truckee River that shall remain unclassified. <laughs> of course, of course. Okay. Hmm. What is it in Northern California, I'm guessing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trout likes to pinpoint location. Hell no. Oh, no matter no matter where we go. You got to do the region. <laughs> I mean, I just like to know. I hate when people post up. I mean, just tell me the state. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand if it's Wyoming, but there's a lot of places. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the truck you're, yeah, California. <laughs> yeah. And about no. too, actually. But um uh, oh I thought you said trophy not trucky. No trucky. Oh trucky. I thought trucky. you said some trophy river and I was like oh okay. <laughs> oh uh, maybe. So, <laughs> not for me so far. <laughs> I see that you're flying across the world to do a trip. It's looking like is that correct? Yes I am. How do you I say Kachachma or Kamchatka? Yeah. So I'm hosting a trip in uh, Kamchatka, which is the peninsula in eastern Russia. Um, this, I mean, it's going to be like the most epic trip ever. Like you both should come. It's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> it's on um, our bucket list. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm going with this company called the best of Kamchatka and they are like incredible. The guy who owns the company, his name's Will Blair. And he's like, he's a super cool, interesting dude. And he knows so much about this region. It's crazy. Um, he's been working there for a while and the trip's going to be on the Azarnaya river. And they are the only people that have access to this river during the time that they fish it. So, you know, these fish like hardly ever see flies. So when I'm going to be there, it's going to be like, and there's like a million rainbow trout there you know he said like you're on a cabin out on the river and you you take two casts and like you know you you catch like 50 fish right from where you're sleeping and they're all like average of 22 plus inches um and then that time of year too there's also going to be quite a few graylings and dolly varden and salmon so yeah it's going to be amazing (laughs) can i ask you i'm going to ask you a follow-up question are you worried that that's going to ruin fly fishing for the rest of your life (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, certainly. I'm absolutely worried that it's going to ruin fly fishing for me forever. But I will also go back, you know? Of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the problem that we're currently facing with our travels. It's like, okay, I want to go see someplace new, but I'm also, like, really have to get back there. It's it's one of the hardest things in the world, I think, think fly fishing and, and destinations. It's not easy. Mm hmm. Yeah. So if you, if you had three, other than Russia, uh, you got a couple other bucket places, uh, rivers that you, you just always dream about going to? You know, I don't know any specific rivers in this area, but I, you know, I mean, look at me. I'm I'm very Norwegian. I'm like white as you can possibly be and super blonde. Um, so, like, I would really love to visit, like, my heritage place, if you will. And I yeah. hear the fly fishing is pretty good in Norway. I'd love to check that out. Um, and on my list of fish to catch would be like a big ass tarpon so not quite sure exactly where i want to do that there's definitely a few places you can go but that's on the list um and then also i'd really love to go uh fish for some dorado in brazil nice nice Well, good luck with everything. Yeah, I know. I see. If anyone's going to get there, I'm going to guess it's you and your old man. Oh, of course. <laughs> it yeah, sounds you like. too. 
will not have a problem. Yeah. Oh, and, it's uh, on the list. Yeah. Always let us know your travels. Oh, we, we always popping around the world too. We would love to meet up in a foreign place. Yeah, Absolutely. that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. That. Norway though, that's the you're the first one to bring up Norway. That mm-hmm. is. That, <laughs> yeah. Because like you said, there is information about it, but also there's not that much. I mean, it's really you're really exploring in those areas of the world. Exactly, and that's why I think it's so exciting. <laughs> Well, even Russia, too, I feel like, you know, like you said, the people that you're going with, they only have access to the river during that certain, like, time period. But, like, Russia's, like... That's impressive that you got that in. But, like, Russia's, like, Lewis and Clark stuff. Oh, (laughs) yeah, like... And the whole, like, contracted peninsula used to be, like, a restricted military zone. So it's basically, like, what Alaska was, like, 200 years ago. You know, it's like so untouched. Yeah, oh, we, we work with goosebumps. well, yeah, we work with some Russians down here in the Florida Keys, and uh, we got a lot of you know foreign workers that work with us. And uh, one of these Russians I work with, I asked him, I said, "Well, can I just fly in?" And because he lives over there, I was like, "Can I fly into Moscow and I could give you a thousand bucks and you'll drive me across the country?" Because I thought it was like America, where you can drive from New York to L.A. Oh He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, he goes, "There's no roads to Russia." I was like, "What the fuck do you mean?" He goes, "No, no, 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 no. Okay, catch. You can't go to that peninsula. There's all military." He goes, "You got to get yep. military helicopter." After she goes, I can't take, I can't take. And I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Because I saw your post about it and I asked him and he said the same thing. He's like, he's like, it's not like America where he goes, there's so many mountain ranges in the middle. I mean, you could really get lost in Russia, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, like the only way in is helicopters and in the winter you can take, um, you know, snowmobiles and snowcats and stuff. I think what I've heard, transportation is somewhat easier in the winter because you can just go places where there are no roads. But um yeah. yeah are you crazy. flying through? Yeah. Uh, are you flying through Alaska? Or you you gotta fly into Moscow. No, you gotta fly. Um, actually, we're gonna go through Norway. Um, they're like super super cheap flights from uh, Oakland to Norway right now. So we, yeah, yeah we hopped on that. And then uh, there used to be a flight through Anchorage, but that is no more. But honestly, like it's just as easy to go through Moscow, and then you go to Petropavlovsk. And that's nice. where you meet where you meet the company, and they take care of all of it from there. And this is in July, you said? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be um, July twenty eighth through August fifth. So, uh, I know so, <laughs> I know you hate deer hair, but you better start spinning some mouse patterns. Is that what you're saying? I know. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh yeah, it's going to be all about the mice for sure. <laughs> no. Well, we'll have to follow up with you after your trip and yeah. see how everything went. Because totally. we're so excited for you and your Thanks. We'll, we'll bring the we'll bring the studio out to Truckee. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come up and visit. <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna make Janelle uh, get in the Florida Keys water and fish for tarpon and do a little butt photo and say this is the <laughs> naked in the wild interview and like yes. post it. Just a... <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was so fun talking to you and hearing about your life and your future endeavors and your boyfriend. Hey, you killed it, girl. Like, thank you so much. Yay, for this yeah. Thanks for having me guys. This was super fun. Of course. And yeah. then keep us posted about all of your, you know, Kamchatka and everything involving that. I'm sure you will. Awesome. Yeah, and, uh, we'll last, do. <laughs> last question, uh, scale the one to 10. How do we do? Oh, Oh, I would say a 10. Yeah. Oh, this was super yeah. fun. Like yeah. I actually had a really great time. I was yeah, like, awesome. Oh man, it's over already. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Janelle puts me on a time limit and you're crushing it. No. So that's all right. We're going to do part two, Naked in the Wild, in August from Truckee. 
Perfect. Pencil that shit in right now. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, ladies. Awesome. So good talking to you, and we will definitely talk soon and keep in touch, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. night. Okay, you too. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. And not too bad. What do you think, Janelle? Oh, I think that went so well. Yeah. So well. I'm very, very happy she took the time out of her busy time. Well, and I feel like I learned a lot from her through yeah. the podcast, which I thought was which was awesome. And I'm you know? really looking forward to, uh, I'm not joking, uh, we're going to probably try to re-interview all these people and mm-hmm. see, you know, with with our last guest, see if she's living on a bus in a year. I want to hear all about Russia. So we're definitely going to check in with all these people. Yes, and keep in touch for sure. Um, speaking of guests, we have another guest coming up next week. Jenny Tates. She is also a fishing badass. Yeah, I don't um, know how we found Jenny or got Jenny, but again, blown away. Blown away. Blown away. Talk about a chick pulling it up by the jeans. Yes. And trying to make it happen. Yes. And she was, she's just such a charismatic person. And we are looking forward to sharing her life with you guys. And I think she's also looking forward to sharing her life with you guys. So stay tuned next week to hear all about Jenny Tates and her adventures. Yes. And I know that we've had a lot of female forward anglers so far in the beginning of this podcast. But, I mean, Jenny Tates caught a 16-pound bonefish. <laughs> so she on the podcast. Yeah, she's on the podcast. Uh, if you don't know what that means... It means something huge, so... Check in next week to find out. (laughs) All right. Stay tuned. Check. (laughs) Check, check. Check. (laughs) Welcome to the Bone Diary. Check, check, check. Check. (laughs) I watched a TED Talk once. It was about people who like listen like i know you know how you always get mad at me for not like looking at you when we talk it's because i'm a listener and so like this i'm like a fidgeter that's what thinkers do or that's what listeners do says who it's a communication it's a communication thing look it up fucking watch this ted are you recording right now (laughs) okay let's go in the bloopers (laughs) let's do this all right All right, take a three, two, one, and go into it. Ready? (laughs) Three, two, one.